Welcome to Dungeons and Diapers. I'm your host this week, Ryan, and joining me is Crofton. How's it going, Crofton? Hey, hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all the words that won't get me in trouble, anything that's festive, uh, but is sort of non-dilly, delight, what's the word? Delinquent. Denominational. Oh, denominational. <laughs> Delinquent. God, uh, that's not right. Yeah. Man, not... I really should not uh, host a podcast. Well, that's next week, or I guess next episode. But no, uh, you know what? Merry Christmas, all that fun stuff. You know what was... Okay, let's talk about this. Not too in-depth, because we could go down a rabbit hole. But someone wished me a Merry Christmas over email, and it felt delightful. And uh, just, I'm, sh- I'm sure it did. It did. It felt great. And I, you know what? I, I'm not saying that people aren't saying Merry Christmas as much as they used to, but I, it, it has power. And I think it's just the word Christmas. It probably has nothing to do with Mary. It's just when you hear the word Christmas, you're reminded like, oh, that's right. It's Christmas in like five days as opposed to happy holidays. Like, yeah, you're right. I got like two days left of work and then I got two weeks off. Yay, happy holidays. But Christmas. To be be fair to to Christmas, like you don't use the word Mary much else like in, in, in other settings. Like Mary, let's be Mary. Like maybe you use it, but like, in in today's the way we speak today we rarely use that word but we use happy all the time and mm-hmm. you can say happy christmas people do say that but it feels like if you went over the amount of times i say mary in a year and then you re- reduced all the times i say it when i without christmas it would like be i 90% of the time i say the word mary it's followed by christmas you like think, it's you just think a, that's it the mary part of it is what's uh is unless what's... i'm talking about lord of the rings and uh and uh talking about hobbits i probably am not using the word mary outside of merry christmas right and you know what when i you know what really sucks the fun out of christmas when you say happy christmas and old people hit you um that's not fun and real story that actually happened uh someone said hey say merry say happy christmas in front of nanny okay happy christmas nanny Boosh. cane to the back of my leg not fun everybody why what's Be- the, I, I don't know i don't get it it's because uh oh don't even get me started you say you say merry xmas and you get kicked out of the room uh or house rather but no i don't i i, I, I say this- uh i say merry xmas except when I say X, I do a DX crotch chop uh, from <laughs> from WWF, and uh, it goes over really well with the old people. Yeah, senior citizens Seniors, are big sorry. fans of the crotch cross. Is that what you just called it? Crotch chop. Right? Oh, crotch. I like cross <laughs> crotch cross better. It's harder to say, but it's more satisfying. I think I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope, uh, and I think that's the big thing is like when you're celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas makes a lot of sense. And you know, whatever you're doing, uh, this holiday season, just have a great time. We're going to be talking about our year in review. It's not going to be sort of everything we did, but I think we're going to pull some of our favorite moments, both in the dungeons and the diapers side of things. But before we delve into some dungeons, we light these torches and we head down the descending steps into the dungeons. We're going to talk a little bit about Extra Life. The final reminder, Extra Life, bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan, you can donate before December 31st and that it will conclude our 2019 campaign uh, and to follow up that sort of reminder, 
I have a bit of news. We're recording this offline for obvious, not obvious reasons, but I guess I'll just tell you. So anyways, 2020 is going to be really interesting because Ashley and I will be welcoming our third child into this world. Holy shit! I'm and, faking excitement. I already knew. <laughs> yeah, you did. I told you uh, a couple weeks ago. So we've been we've been slowly telling people, and I I think uh, the big thing is that's differed from this time to previous times is that the baby is due at the end of March, 2020. So in just over three months, we will have a new baby, and I think when Ashley and I had when we were pregnant for Caden and then Abigail, we told people like family right away. We told friends like right at the, right as soon as it's, you know, kosher, I guess to say it, I don't know, like safe to say like three months or whatever. And even then we didn't really follow the rules. So with baby number three, Ash, I said to Ashley, like, let's just keep it a secret as long as possible and just have it to ourselves. Um, we don't know a lot of, I mean, we know a lot of people locally. Ashley works at a bank. So obviously anyone who runs into Ashley is like, you're pregnant, you know, but, uh, with Christmas coming up, we figured it was a good time to sort of share the news. So that's, uh, well, the news. Well, on behalf of, uh, the Dungeons and Diapers family of listeners, I say congratulations to you, Ryan, on expanding your family, you poor, poor fool. This is it. <laughs> Three. Okay. I've been workshopping this joke. I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. Three is is the plan and i'm snipping to it <laughs> uh, uh, i do i do appreciate okay, it okay good i just uh, wanted to i've been workshopping it and i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's good uh, well at least you guys have because i will say uh you know jesse and i have not like we have not closed the door on three but we think it's it's likely that we are done it too. And I will say as well that you guys are, are young, quite a bit younger than us. Mm. And therefore, like, I mean, um, like, how old are you? I am 32. Uh, and Ashley will be 30 next year. So the plan, um, Holy Jesus. you know, when, when Ashley and I started talking about having kids, the Ashley's life plan has always been three kids before she's 30 and done. So that's in line with uh sort of our our plan i guess so um i'm i grew up in a family of four ashley grew up in a family of four but i don't believe there's much appetite for four uh for me does that include the parents uh like two kids and two parents family no of four no 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 four oh kids. my god i have three siblings <laughs> ashley has three siblings and i don't know how my parents did it um it, it that's a lot for, but for some reason, three seems manageable. I mean, Caden, just in the last year, and, and we're going to talk about it in the diaper section, but just in the last year, Caden has matured so much, um, unless his sister is taking his toys, in which he just melts into a blubbering mess. Um, but, He's matured so much. He's going to law school next yes, week. Yeah. You know, like, He's uh, passing no, the I... bar. He's, he's, be, he's, he's doing real estate on the side. It's amazing, honestly. It, it's just like so so my wife is mm-hmm. uh is 40 uh, and I'm turning 40 next week or whatever. So like we are you know like just to put it in perspective, you know Caden is how old now? He will be 4 in January. So like when uh, Ashley turns 40, he will be 15. 
you know? And uh, so I have kids the same age as your, your kids. Actually, Clara is younger than I think both your kids. And, um, and uh, you know, like we're, we're, we're 10 years, we, we were 10 years down the line from you guys. You, you guys had kids 10 years prior uh, to, to us. And so your kids will, will, will be older. It'll be like, you guys will be young. Like I consider I'm, 40 years old i'm doing a podcast where i talk about video games i feel like i'm a young 40 year old and you will have like a uh, when you're my age you will have a a co-op partner that's like 15 you know are you saying i'm an i'm an uh, i'm an old 30 year old is that i i maybe i missed the point in that but no i'm just saying that you're gonna have your kids when you are going to be able to do a lot with your kids yeah uh, no, I mean, and where you know, like when when my kid is when when say Gwen, who's five now, is fifteen, I will be fifty, and fifty is still fine. Like I mean, like I can do a lot uh, when I'm fifty. It's just like again, it 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 gives you more time uh, with your kids being an able-bodied person, um, and uh, and yeah. So like, uh, Schmidt reminds me, I need to hit the gym. Um, but congratulations, Ryan. This is really mm-hmm. exciting. Selfishly, it's going to lead to a lot of great podcasting content for a show focused on parenting. Mm. Um, I, uh, I, you know, like I, I, when we started the show, I had just had Clara. And then we did like one episode, I think just prior to her birth. And then we had to go on hiatus forever. Uh, and so uh, so we will see, uh, you know, we'll fit this in with your growing crazy lifestyle and schedule and stuff but it will yeah, be, no, uh, it will I, be exciting i look forward i'm looking forward to it and and for some reason i think when after you have kids uh you learn you kind of forget or you don't maybe you don't forget but you file it away this information of like okay like what how do you change a newborn's diaper like how does sleep scheduling work like that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to because I do remember with with the small ones that sleeping is not the easiest thing to do anymore. As, as so I think Caden, Abigail, and I will all be struggling, and I'm interested to see. I think Caden will sleep like a rock. Abby has actually started to transition to be more of a a uh, a heavy sleeper. Like literally the other day, she had rolled out of her bed and she was sleeping on the floor, and I had to go in and get her, and even she didn't wake up when I peeled her off the floor and tucked her back in so maybe the kids are ready for this but uh you know when 2020 hits ashley and i have already decided like we announce uh friday so uh, as of this recording tomorrow then um we'll, we'll enjoy the holidays and we'll kind of celebrate that you know uh, we have this we have a new addition to the family coming and then in 2020 when that hits we'll have to start doing some preparations with the kids i mean caden's pretty good but abby needs to be potty trained abby needs to get in 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 the same room as caden i mean we bought we bought like bunk beds so we could kind of like have the kid have caden and abigail in the same room until you know until the the newborn is is old enough to depending because we don't know what it is we don't know if it's a boy or a girl um so like in terms of a family situation we only have two rooms for the kids so depending on uh the gender like when they're young enough like fine they can share a room but depending if it's a boy or girl one of them's gonna have their own room and the other two are gonna have to share yeah no such is such is life uh and they will learn to love it i'm sure 
They'll be fast friends in their room together, and they won't scream bloody murder. Sure they, you great. know what? I'm anticipating bloody murder, uh, screaming bloody murder, not literal bloody murder. So, no, no, Gosh, of course not. not literal. They're no. too young to figure it out. Yeah. Um, the uh, just uh, and not to steal your thunder. No, but go in ahead. the in the what's new uh, section, I'm just um, I'm looking at. And I'm, I think that we will likely do an episode of this show before I start a new job. But I am looking at starting a new job um, in the uh, at the be- not the very beginning of the new year, around January 13th and stuff. So um, I tell you, you want to feel good about yourself and your ego? Quit your job <laughs> because uh, because everybody will say the nicest things about you. Oh. Or yeah, oh, it, assuming you know, like that you're not a complete dick. But when you're leaving, you're like, you know, hey, oh, I heard you're leaving. By the way, you're super awesome. I'm like, geez, thank you. That's really great. And then somebody else, oh, <laughs> the new you're leaving. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I got an, another opportunity. Oh, I just want to say you're the best. I'm like, why? Thank you. This is amazing. <laughs> so uh, am I dying? So, What's going on? Yeah what's going on here you know like you'll you'll be in touch right you're gonna come back and talk i'm like yeah 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 for sure maybe you know i'm like but i'm a i'm a big shot uh but um you're gonna come back and talk (laughs) it was that literally what someone said oh yeah well it was because i know you gave a talk right you're gonna be in touch like is essentially oh i see like uh and uh my day today was so hilarious because it was um just good things kept happening to me. Uh, and, you know, a lot of those types of situations where people are like, oh, I just heard. Uh, um, and uh, and then saying nice things to me. But also, as I mentioned, it's my 40th birthday coming up on December 31st. But I guess work has just realized that I'm going to be off for two weeks and they're not going to see me when I turn 40. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are off tomorrow even. And so I, I, I came to work today. And I, I scanned my pass, and then the door opened, and I was greeted by my picture on a giant poster in front of me that said, like, look who's old. Happy birthday, Crofton, or whatever. Oh, wow. And then and then I looked down the hall, and there's, like, seven of these posters literally, like, all over the hall. My whole, my whole office has got, like, banners and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, this is great. They got me, like, a little birthday crown and presents and everybody was super super nice and then they're like oh i heard you're leaving on a it was just really 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 nice and then i won an award that day uh for that i didn't even know that like my director put us put my team up for a for an award and we won it we we found out in the afternoon we went out for a big christmas lunch you know it was just a, it was just everything was coming up crofton today i tell you quit your job folks you'll love it wow that sounds like a pretty Damn good day. I mean, yeah, all was, you had to do is quit. Well, that didn't turn 40. That didn't turn uh, so, 40. so you really have to time it. Like, really, like, once you're close to turning 40, then quit. Uh, and also it goes with a midlife crisis type thing. You know, you can say, oh, I quit my job as part of my midlife crisis. Although, to be fair, I also got another job. So it's not like <laughs> I didn't just do quit. Right. Quit to become, like, a full-time podcaster. God knows I would oh, never wow. make any money doing that. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, congrats on your new job. Congrats on being awesome, Thanks. and congrats on turning forty and quitting. Yeah, th- thank you so much. It's pretty much bigger than your news, even. But I, I didn't want to steal your thunder, really. Pretty, once much. you have like two kids, uh, the third one isn't exciting. Most people just it's feel di- sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. It's diminished returns every time. You're like, I'm having another kid. Honestly, for me now, it's it's actually 
the like if somebody says they're having a second kid, that's kind of oh, that's exciting. But for me, there's diminished returns there from yeah. the first kid. But now because I have two kids, when I hear somebody's having a third, I'm like, really? That's that's a big, uh, I that's a big uh, thing for me because I, I you know it's not, almost I think it's like not a bravery thing, but I'm like I I'd be nervous. You know, you're always nervous about the unknown, like. Mm-hmm. For people who haven't had a kid, just having one kid, you're like, oh, my God. But, like, now every additional kid, like, if I had three kids and you're like, I'm having four kids, I'd be like, how are you going to manage? Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you're going to manage just fine. Well, it's interesting. I'm not I'm not nervous or anxious. Uh, and, and I think the main reason is, and I am not saying this just because Ashley walked into the into the house, but I think the main reason is the fact that Ashley is just such a superstar when it uh when it comes to the kids like she always knows what to do and she's not afraid to be like ryan i need you to do this this and this and i'm like got it on it you know i'm just tell me what to do and i will do my best to do it and uh i think that's that's really the the crux of it all is that uh i i think if it weren't for ashley i'd be incredibly nervous um but yeah <laughs> shut up oh yeah. sorry sorry <laughs> she doesn't I, listen to this she may a, overhear me saying, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I'm I'm not nervous because of my lovely wife, Ashley, who uh, is getting everything she wants for Christmas, including a vacuum um, callback. But uh, <laughs> no vacuum uh, was a hit, right? It was a hit. And you know what? I'm I'm you know, I'm pulling a I'm pulling a Crofton. It seemed I can't quit my job, obviously, with a third kid on the way. But uh, I'm you know, I'm going to do the vacuum thing. So we'll see how that goes. You are. No, I'm not. I did not buy a vacuum. I bought a bunch of other stuff. Look, it worked out for me, Ryan, but I don't know. You guys need at least 10 more years before you're at that I, stage. I can't pull off the vacuum. Everyone knows yeah. that. Um, no. I, I was going to say, like, on the subject of the third baby, then we'll move into the dungeons. Uh, I remember when my boss announced that he was having a third, and, and his kids, was. It, it feels like it was one after the other, you know, just to kind of get to the three I think they wanted. But I remember distinctly when he told us, I everyone else congratulated him, and I couldn't stop myself from saying, "You're crazy! You're crazy!" And then at the end of we were working a trade show, and at the end of the trade show, I turned to him and I said, "Like, I'm sorry. Like, I think I'm pretty sure I didn't congratulate you. I'm pretty sure I just called you crazy twice or maybe thrice, and then went about my my business. So congratulations!" And then I had to bite my tongue, so I didn't say he was crazy. But now I'm I'm thinking to myself now, like. No one, no, yep, someone did call me crazy. I, I got one crazy. I got, you know, obviously a bunch of congratulations from from family. But, yeah, there's something about three. Like, for some reason, two is the new norm as opposed to, yeah. like, man, when, when my dad oh, was, you, yeah, it's like he had nine brothers and sisters. So Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's, it's definitely um, less kids now. But you guys started early, so, like, you could literally do another batch nope. later on. No. That, yes, uh, you could. I know I well, could, like, except, but I'm not except going. for your your snip snip joke. But like, yeah. aside from as, I was going to do it again, that, but I didn't want to over I didn't want to overuse <laughs> it. You know? No, I know you got to save it for Twitter. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't know if I could tweet that. I can say it aloud and put it in a podcast, but I don't know if I could put it on my Twitter. It feels <laughs> like I'm old enough that I shouldn't be worried about what I'm tweeting about. I guess. 
Yeah. In the sense that, like, am I going to lose out on a job? It's like, man, he made a circum or a, not a circumcision joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, no, whatever. It's all in the same region. Vasectomy. Vasectomy. Um, thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to get to it because I'm so blindsided by my mistake there. Yeah, no, uh, anyways, I... let's move on to the dungeons because uh, nothing. Uh, before can be we worse do, than that. just a li- little preface. Yes. Here, because of the date um, and this when this will be released. There may be a large expectation that we will talk about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, I, I have not seen it. You have not seen it. Uh, we're not going to talk about it. So, uh, if anybody expected us to talk about it, well, guess what? I just saved you some time. Although you should still listen to the show. You didn't save them time. They had to wait twenty minutes for you to say that. <laughs> no, but no. They, but... Yeah, they know how the show's divided up, right? They shouldn't. This is episode thirty. They should know that by now. Uh, I do have one quick question on the topic of Star Wars. When are you seeing it? That's a very good question. So I have not pre-bought the uh, tickets. Um, You know, for me, as for you, babysitters and, like, when when can we get out to see it is is always a bit tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to go out and see it solo, pun intended, uh, because, uh, like I did for Avengers, Avengers, I was desperate. I was really, really desperate, uh, to see it. And I knew I had a height, higher emotional investment than Jesse. Whereas I feel Star Wars is something that like, especially, uh, you know, when ep- episode one came out like that, we, we, <laughs> this is dating us, but we were just starting to date at that point. And, uh, we've seen all the star Wars movies in theaters or whatever together. And for us, like seeing star Wars uh, together is something that I, you know, I, w- I would like us to be able to do. So I'm expecting that sometime in the next two weeks, which is a long time. I recognize I will be able to get a babysitter and go see the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, I expect the next time we record the show that I will have seen the movie. And I was just going to say, you know what happens in two weeks? We record again and we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, spoilers are fine. Um, I'm going to see it on Sunday. Uh, I'm doing my sort of mainline Kingston Star thing. Wars, yeah, um, pilgrimage to Kingston. This time, uh, my good friend uh, Matt, his uh, his wife Sarah is going to be joining us. Uh, she's not a big Star Wars fan, but again, you know, having uh, having kids, being able to get out and enjoy the popcorn and just you know enjoy a movie. Uh, is is something although they did they said oh well, why don't you bring ashley out because we're actually doing christmas at my parents early so we're doing christmas at my parents this weekend so we're having a a christmas dinner on sunday and then i'm like piecing early and going to the movies with my friends uh who i don't see as often as i i wish i could but they said oh why, why doesn't ashley come and i said yeah ashley you could leave the kids uh with my parents and you could come with us and she's like no i don't want to see star wars and i'm like you don't even want to just come hang out and say, mm, no, I don't. She, she really does not want to see star Wars. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, has she seen any of the others? I, I, I don't believe so. Uh, I don't think she's seen anything outside of maybe some of the original trilogy, but maybe the prequel. I, I don't know. I've never really asked her. I just know that she's but not like, a huge in fan. This tri- in this trilogy, like it's, this is the third movie in a yeah. trilogy. Has she seen the others? No, no, no. She hasn't. So that's a probably a... I, I think that's also did. something, but that's not, the, that's not the reason. The reason is she like just really Force doesn't want to watch Star Wars. 
say what you will about the force awakens but for me that's a really good like like if you want to watch a star wars movie and you know you're familiar with the original trilogy and you just want to get into it that's a that's a good start i think uh, she did see force awakens we watched it on blu-ray when it came out um yeah. uh, with a group of folks and again she just was not it's not her cup of tea, which is fine. You know, uh, there are movies that she likes that are not my cup of tea either. So it's all good. Um, None of them involve Samuel L. Jackson. Or cup that's a, yeah, lots that's of cups of tea. That's a callback. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a deep uh, cut. Yes, yeah, a deep <laughs> cut. Who's that guy? That's... Just to be clear, Ashley is not racist. You just have to go back and listen to the old episodes to figure out why that reference makes sense. And how hilarious it was. It was for the good. record, it was pretty good. Um, the uh, the thing about the the rise of Skywalker and this entire new trilogy, uh, I'm a, a really very big Star Wars original trilogy fan. Like I was really really into them. I never really got into the prequels that that much. Uh, I was very excited, especially for Episode One when it came out, because I never thought there would be more Star Wars. Um, but one of the things about this new trilogy that has disappointed me and and the reviews have started coming in for this one. And I, I, I don't think this new one's going to change my mind too, too much is the fact that um, I feel that, that they're completely unnecessary films. They're yeah. films that were made to, to reignite star Wars, to make some money and that they could have made those films. They could have me told stories like the Mandalorian set in the star Wars universe um, and uh, but exploring new characters, new new ideas, and all this instead of going back to the original trilogy characters. No offense to them, I think if you kept R two and three PO around, that would be fine. Um, but uh, but to show essentially that every character you love from the original trilogy has had thirty years worth of shitty life, pain, and heartache, and then get to wa- watch them die one at a time wasn't necessarily the most fun thing for me and out of the two first movies right off from from the 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 first one uh the first of the new ones here the force awakens i i was very adamant about that having watched the first movie and seen right off that you know han solo's life sucked for the past 30 years luke's life sucked for the past 30 i was just like oh okay this is really great like that they're not dancing in the ewok village anymore which is how return of the jedi ended um they are they have had miserable lives and so that sucked and then then it does feel a bit and um that this trilogy has been a little bit of uh no like we're used to the marvel cinematic universe that seems so well planned out like kevin Feige, 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 whatever. I can't see his name, but bottom line is he is a master at connecting all these uh, uh, films and letting them have their own identity, letting letting them breathe. But um, Star Wars and Kathleen Kennedy plays this this role in in this franchise. For some reason, they've just decided, okay, we're going to have a trilogy. We're not going to map it out really much beforehand. And it feels like a bad where like one director sort of starts off okay and like i'm doing i'm doing this and i'm introducing this character and we're gonna do this and then the next one comes along and says like oh and now this guy was an alcoholic the whole time and you know like changes the whole the whole thing and then it feels like now the first guy is coming back and my impression is he's going to you know do it again so it's going to it's going to have a feeling of disjointedness and to a certain extent the original trilogy had that Mm-hmm. But it all came 
they stuck the landing in, in that that trilogy. It all came together quite well, very well, in fact. And I, I just, I all all alarm bells are going in my head now. I still want to see Rise of Skywalker. Don't get me wrong, but I think that after it, I may be done with Star Wars for a for quite quite a long haul. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the same. What moving into the dungeons and, and talking about some of the big moments of this year when we were talking about infinity war it was the same feeling except from a satisfaction level uh, in the complete opposite sphere like i was completely full and sated and satisfied at the end of infinity war um i felt everything came together super well but i also felt like okay i'm good i'm i'm good now you know and and the thing is you're going to kingston and gonna see star wars and and I was like, man, this could be the last major event movie for a while. Like, what is the next movie that's going to warrant a Ryan trip to Kingston? You know, um, and I I don't know what it is. I I don't know. Uh, it's interesting when we talk about Star Wars, and we're going to talk about Avengers in a little bit. But um, with Star Wars, I I said to someone, I'm just excited for it to be over, and not in a not in a way where I'm like being detrimental or you know degrading the experience it's just like it's been a long time it's been a long road 42 years you know for this franchise there are people who have lived this their entire lives and it's and they're they're billing episode 9 as the end of the Skywalker saga and that's exciting and I'm but I'm I'm excited for it to be over and sorry to jump in mm, right and complete bullshit because here's the thing is like it <laughs> it was over after Return of the Jedi, like the Skywalker saga was essentially the rise and fall of Anakin Skywalker. Yep. It was like, in and when George Lucas started Star Wars and it, the opening crawl started with Episode Four, A New Hope, he was doing that to to, to um, give homage to sort of the B movies that that would open in this way, like that there was like all these episodes before and after. Never did he really think that he's going to write all these previous episodes and go back and do that. It and then he did, and he told the story of the fall to the dark side of of, of Anakin, and then his redemption, uh, and, and through his son and stuff like that. So that's that's you know the Skywalker saga. It's the the fall um, and, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker, yeah. and then it ends, and everything is resolved, and all is fine. And then it's like thirty years later, Disney's like, "Well, we paid a lot for this thing. Let's start it up again," and then. Then it's like, hey, let's let's wrap up the Skywalker saga. I'm like, no, 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 no. It was wrapped up. You reopened it. Well, now there's these three movies, and it's like, oh, now we're gonna tie this 42 years of history together. Bullshit! You didn't need to tie shit together. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What I'm I was myself going to say, up. no. What I was going to say was basically, I said, and I'm just excited for it to be over. And everyone I said that to doesn't maybe doesn't react quite as long as you did but uh reacts in a if you really think they never do that's bullshit it's not over like it's gonna keep going they'll make more movies they'll wait five years they'll wait 10 years but it'll happen they'll have an episode uh 10 11 12 focused on you know ray finn and uh poe or whatever 
And they've already said those characters are going to come back in other films or other things. Like they have they? they oh, okay. Yeah, they've announced that. I don't think it will be like you said, episode X. You know, more more numbers like that. I think they consider those episodes the Skywalker saga. That maybe they'll be like Star Wars Volume Two, Episode One. Oh, you know, God. like I I don't know, like I, I, I but. It's like Thanos. Like Thanos was the end of the Avengers stuff, and now like they're they're moving into like the next broad broad phase, um, and they're not they're not necessarily branding it on the forefront. And but I feel like that's what they're going to try to do with Star Wars. I keep interrupting you. Sorry, no, Ryan. Um, well, I I think uh, we've already killed half the show with uh, with Star Wars and new babies and new jobs, but. Um, I'm I'm excited for us to talk about Star Wars because I, again I feel like having myself uh, who's not a huge Star Wars fan and, and yourself who is to come together and talk about the conclusion to the Skywalker saga um, will be exciting. So look forward to that in a couple weeks. But let's go into the dungeons quickly here. We mentioned Avengers Endgame uh, as a year in review. I tried to think of like the top entertainment and the top video game sort of moments for me, and really it was Avengers Endgame. Uh, I did the I did the pilgrimage. I, I think I drove up to this time. I drove to uh, for the weekend to um, Woodstock, uh, Ontario, to uh, hang out with some friends, and then we went to Cambridge to to see Avengers Endgame as a as a group. And I wasn't spoiled. Nothing was spoiled for me. I got in fresh and had a great time. And absolutely, that movie nailed it. Uh, everything about it is just nearly perfect. And I can't believe we have a movie franchise that has ended sort of a story in this fashion. Like, the the saddest part leaving that movie, um, well, obviously, there was a couple sad parts. But one of the sad parts that hit me was, it's going to take, we may never get this experience again. And if we do, it's going to take another 10 years. And that's, that's a long time, you know? Um yeah. I, I, yeah, no, it is. It, it is uh, a long time, and it, and uh, I really enjoyed Avengers Endgame as well. I totally agree with as, in terms of films, uh, and I didn't watch a ton of movies this year, not just in theaters, but like on Netflix as well. Like I watched much more TV uh, and, and played much more video games with the times that I had available. But I definitely made a point for Avengers Endgame. It fits in with 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 everything as we've talked on the show before. What I what I found is that the, as well they really stuck the landing and I, I really I enjoyed it much more than Infinity War. Mm. Uh, I thought it was a great great final film, and it honestly uh, it sated me with regards to you know that that universe and um, like I'm I'm willing to sort of step away from superhero movies and I know there we're right at that cycle now where they're kind of ramping up the next ones which are Black Widow. Uh, the Eternals, like they're getting these this promo, and I I look at them and I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, like whatever. But they're not they're not must sees for me. They're not like they're not these event pictures like mm-hmm. Adventures Endgame was, and like you know, Star Wars, the Harry Potter films, the Lord of the Rings mo- movies, like these were movies that were like these were franchises, but major, major events. And uh, I am a little saddened by the fact that, like, you know, Endgame's over. And for me, that whole, the the major superhero craze is, is I think, has apexed with it and will be, um, you know, there'll still be, there, there will still be great movies, but 
but I don't think that that uh, water cooler. Everybody has to see hmm. it. Have you seen Endgame? Oh, avoid the spoilers. Sign off at Twitter. You know, like I, I don't think we're gonna get a lot of that for a while after Sky Rise of Skywalker. I think it's gonna be a couple years, uh, honestly, before Marvel. And 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 you know what? At Marvel, they're probably like, let's do some reintroductions. Let's do some new heroes. Let's take a break from the the just the large big box budget all that fun stuff um although mind you they're not really taking a break they're they're doubling down with their disney plus series uh series uh across the board um i think in 2021 they've got like eight different sort of products that they're going to be releasing across theaters and disney plus so it's it's going to be insane. We're actually going to be digesting more Marvel in the coming years than we have ever before, and and all from from the uh, the head of Mister Fige, uh, uh, Fiji, Fiji. Um, so I, I'm excited to see where they go next because they've proven that they know how to do the big arc, and to their credit, like when they started this, I'm sure they 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 knew Thanos was something they wanted to do at some point. Um, but it took them, it took them years to get there. Like, I think their, their ultimate, what they were looking at first in terms of a goalpost was let's make an, let's do an Avengers movie, you know? And when you think of the bad guy in Avengers, it's kind of low scale in comparison to what, to everything else that's happening. It was the first time we'd ever seen an, an alien invasion in, in the Marvel movies. But I think it's all about, and then once they introduce Thanos, it's like, oh, this is their main this is their main target now. And then like it took them six to seven years after that. But I'm excited to see what they do next. But I, I, I agree with you. It's going to take a while for them to kind of hit that next event movie. But I have a feeling I have faith that, you know, Marvel's thinking about it. They're not going to want they're not probably I hope they're not aiming to one up Endgame anytime soon. But I hope they are looking to wow and surprise us with uh, new team ups and big bads and all that fun stuff. But um, Crofton, I'm curious. You've got Switch, uh, Switch on the mind. You have a lot of fun with yeah. the Switch this year. Yeah, I did. Um, and I, like in terms of talking about, you know, uh, we're primarily a parenting show, and so like I really came into uh, an epiphany, almost of uh, an appreciation, rather. Of Nintendo um, this year, and uh, like I had the Game Awards recently re- recently aired, and they had a Best Family Game ca- category, hmm. and the nominees were all Nintendo games, and yeah. um, I really like appreciate that uh, more and more as as a dad, and Gwen turning five this year, and us being able to have some great uh, gaming experience, which is which I have chronicled on this show. But um, as at the end of a year, you see a lot of these things like Spotify will show you your your favorite songs of the year, and um, uh, there there's other uh, you know services. Facebook will give you your your most liked posts, your best moments, like your year in review. And Nintendo got on that with the Switch, and people were sharing their Switch results. They showed they they showed uh, what months you played the most in, or or what day, even what what days, what were your top most played games, how many games you played, and stuff. It was pretty interesting. My results were pretty interesting, although uh, I wish they would be even a little more spe- more specific because I actually didn't play that many different Switch games. 
this month. So it didn't tell you which one I played the most uh, this year, which one I played the most or the second most. It just says you played like these six games the most. And I was like, yeah, well, I could have probably told you that I only played <laughs> like six games. But um, but uh, it was very interesting to see when in the year I was playing it. Uh, I was able to like sort of tie it into releases and stuff. I'm not going to rehash what I said last week about Luigi's Mansion, um, which, uh, again, just tying everything, my enjoyment of it to Gwen's enjoyment of it uh, and and the way that we played co-op together, the way that it was her sort of growing into being able to control a game herself and not just watching me. Like so many positive experiences I have associated with Luigi's Mansion 3 that it is my personal game of the year. Um, since that time we've played, we've only been playing Untitled Goose Game. Uh, we finished that game very quickly. Uh, it's, uh, we finished it, I think maybe even the day that we got it or, or the next day, it's very short, but we have been playing it pretty much nonstop since. And by we, it's a lot of Gwen now. So I sit on the couch and she's got the controller and just wreaks chaos in this village and um, it's so great. Like, it's so fun watching her go around. She knows the whole layout of the village. She knows where all the different things are. She's She really is into it. So that was a super positive experience. It's really like her playing it. She's sometimes scared when she's chased by villagers and then wants me to take over. But for the most part, all great, you know, all great. So Switch games have been a boon this year for me. Um, it hasn't been a huge year. Like I'm not like you with the like um, that has to keep up on the latest and greatest for my, for a from a gaming uh, uh, podcast. So I've missed a lot of the major releases, and so I won't say like I haven't played Sekiro or Death Stranding or Disco Elysium. These are all games <laughs> that I I have some interest in playing, but I ha- I have not yet. Um, I've spent a lot of my time on switch and so i would say this is a year i'm going to remember as one where gwen and i and even clara to a certain extent had sort of like uh this collective experience um that that has led to perhaps uh you know gwen becoming much more into one of my hobbies and uh and yeah so uh very very excited about that and uh, now i keep a very close eye on the switch calendar um, games that can be played co-op, uh, you know, games that are kid-friendly, all of that sort of stuff. Like at the beginning of the year, I was asking our listeners for advice, and it was very difficult because there was, Gwen was so limited in what she could do. And now it's like, no, no, now she can play these games. Like she could, she can play Luigi's Mansion, which is a complicated game to like cat. You got to catch the ghosts, slam them. You got to do. Mm-hmm. There's multi buttons, and she could do it all. So, um, how does she do with the puzzles and stuff? Oh, the puzzles are well. So first off, we're playing. I'm Luigi. She's Guigi. Oh, right. So, so you're able to guide her. So yeah, like, but but we uh, we figure stuff out. She solved stuff before that I before I do. She's figured out stuff. Nice. Um, like one thing you can do in Luigi's Mansion. There's a collectible called these gems, and there's there's five or something hidden on each floor, and uh, you can buy these uh, like with the in-game currency. You can buy a hint that'll tell you what room it's in. So sometimes like we would figure out, okay, which room we'd know that the gem is in a certain room and she would be able to find it. She had better eagle eyes than I did, or she would figure out what the best way uh, 
to to access it was so seeing her problem solving skills develop as well has been super cool so yeah for me um for in in what i consider like i know people are are saying like no 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 2019 was a really great year for games just because it doesn't have a god of war or red dead redemption 2 it was still a very good year for games uh i would say to that sure whatever uh i <laughs> not enough not enough to get me off the couch it or on the couch for that that uh, like it's it's the same as what i just said about the movies like you need those blockbusters those avengers endgame type uh, level events in video games to get people to get people in um and uh, there wasn't there wasn't much of them this year if i go back early in the year yes i played apex legends when it came out and that was a really good experience um uh, you know, I, I played, uh, there's a, probably a bunch of games in early in the year that I'm forgetting resident evil Two remake. I played through that. I had a really good time. Then I put it down and was like, that was all right. You know, that was good. Uh, but, uh, but n- nothing that really like, um, um, blew my socks off this year, yeah. I guess. I think that was tough. Like we, so we recorded the gamers in where we went over our games of 2019 and, um even when i was putting the list together before we did it it was tough to kind of pull out games that really were oh yeah that's the one and i and i i thought and i still think it's based on me playing less having less time for games uh but then i remembered i put 50 plus hours into fire emblem three houses and jocelyn said like how did you do that and i said well any free moment I had, I was playing Fire Emblem, and if it meant we were going to talk about Fire Emblem for three weeks in a row on Gamers In, that's what happened. And there were a couple other games I did that with, specifically Days Gone on the PS4. But again, like I would probably put Fire Emblem in a category of maybe not the the God of War or Spider Man, but but around there, like it was it was a blockbuster to me in the sense that I really appreciate that franchise. But I, right. I get it. God of War is big. It's cinematic. So was Spider Man. That but year it was, was also like it was also universally acclaimed. Like it, like um, I played Fire Emblem Three Houses. I really enjoyed it. I would say that it may be my non-family game of the year in the sense that played played it by myself. Right? If you look at my Switch game results when they come up in August, there's a bunch of bumps, and I'm like, oh, that's when Fire Emblem came out. You know, yeah. I was on vacation and I had Fire Emblem. But but it is a, a niche game. Like uh, it it is it, it goes to a cer- certain certain uh, demographic, and it is not um, like like last year. You know, Spider Man, God of War, uh, and Red Dead were sort of these these like um, everybody was on board and trying them and talking about them, and it didn't matter where you came from. Like they were triple quadruple A experiences. And and Fire Emblem Three Houses, I would say, is like close to a triple A experience, but like I wouldn't put it in the same category as a Zelda, um, uh, other than Link's Awakening, which was a remake of a Game Boy game. But like if Breath of the Wild Two came out, you know, it it, it exists in a different plane than Fire Emblem Three Houses, I think. And I hear you. And that's uh, that that's what I mean mean by there was no giant drop i didn't play control or either did you play that one i did a bit and i really liked it but again that one that one felt probably the closest to maybe a god of war or spider-man experience but it, a different 
it's it still felt different like it was weird and quirky i think your mainstream comment makes sense because i think control really failed to to well control the mainstream and get in there um like god of war spider-man did but i think that's more speaking ill of mainstream as opposed to the game because the game's a lot of fun it controls well it's it's amazing i just it was time for me i think this year and uh i i've been really enjoying luigi's mansion it's, it's what i was playing it's very rare that on the gamers in jocelyn will be you know going through a game uh, a nintendo game that she's beaten and she's saying like you got to get this at this point you got to get to that point i'm like and it, it, it's the opposite usually where I'm, I'm a big nintendo fan and i think luigi's mansion was one of those that i just i held off on and then realized what am i doing i love this fran- i love this franchise the fact that we've been we've gotten another sequel to luigi's mansion is uh is is the stuff sometimes you dream about because no one really liked luigi's mansion um i was prejudiced against it ryan like mm-hmm. honestly a lot of like, people I, were. I got it because i felt like oh man like this is you know it's got call it's got all these things gwen would like a scary house i didn't expect to enjoy it as much as i did i i didn't recognize so much that it was a puzzle game um, I, I really like, uh, I thought, you know, I thought about busting the ghosts and, and doing little combos to bust go, but really it, it was so much more than that. And I would say to people that are still like on the fence and are looking for a really good holiday game, man, that game is good for anyone. Like that is a fun, fun ass video game. And it's very, very well polished, put together. Um, you're sad when it's over. There's a lot of content to it. Like, man, yeah, good game. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, let's uh, let's light the torch and get out of these dungeons. And just before oh, yeah, go we ahead. leave the dungeons, um, tell like and again, this is like we we only have so much time, and we choose to devote our time to different areas. Um, and television is like one of those ones mm. where, like, I've talked a lot about watching and older shows like Parks and Rec and all that, and they they've consumed a a fair amount of my time. I know everybody this year has been going gaga for a lot of HBO content, including the Chernobyl series, Game of Thrones, and most recently Watchmen. I have not seen any of that, which may make me a bad uh, geek. I'm not sure. But uh, but Ryan, have you have you seen any of that content? And like, I'm I'm watching The Mandalorian. I would say mm. that that's. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure. If, uh... Uh, yeah, The Mandalorian is great, but really popcorn type stuff. Like I, I literally want to go pop a bag of popcorn and finish episode seven before I see Star Wars. But um, in terms of television, I watched Chernobyl. That one, I just didn't know a lot about. I knew of the disaster, but I didn't know the details. So it was fascinating to watch. Um, but it, But yeah, Chernobyl's up there. But in terms of other TV, it just feels like time spent as opposed to um, something I'm I'm over the moon about. Even Game of Thrones, it felt like Game of Thrones felt like I was finishing an like a really cool assignment, I guess. But it's still it was kind of work, and I think it was work because of the way people reacted to it. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible! This is terrible!" It's like. I don't know how else did you expect them to wrap up the story in six episodes. I, I don't know who I blame here. Um, probably the budget of the CGI. I don't know. It's an expensive show, but 
I, I yeah like game of thrones was a big deal but like people i think the the zeitgeist kind of ruined it the way people talked about it and by the end of it everyone had just flipped on game of thrones and if you went For back sure. in, if you went back in time like six years ago seven years ago and said guess what the most popular television show is going to be reviled when it ends no way no way that's not going to happen yes yep everyone's gonna hate it because they're the makers do... of <laughs> the makers of lost would be like no that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah i never thought about that and then that guy goes on to make watchmen and leftovers and i again i think i think lost actually in both cases lost and and uh game of thrones it's it's uh it's the studio that kind of you know ruined it really what they should have realized with game of thrones is like okay clearly this is the subject material that's really helping these two along so we need to stop the we need to stop production until the books are done but of course that's not an option right because why stop the money train let's keep on trucking uh i realize i mixed my metaphors there but um yeah game of thrones was one of those things it was a, it was probably a disappointment in terms of a year in review and not because i didn't enjoy the season it's more just because like people expected the world and the hbo didn't fund the world they they only gave him seven episodes i don't know and maybe george R. R. martin didn't give him enough details i have no idea but i know it didn't live up to a lot of expectations and that's a bummer man because again was- it was so popular was there any, like, I guess, was there any TV show that sort of resonated with you more this year that you would be like, this is all my top like of positive, the year? Like a positive, yeah. Um, man, I don't know. TV's tough because TV for there's me a, is, there's a lot of there's it. There's a lot of yeah. it. But yeah, it's usually, sure. TV for me is usually like, I don't have the brain cells or the brain, brain cells, the brain cycles to, to engage in a video game or read a book or even surf twitter i just need something on the television to watch with ashley so we can just sort of veg but but a lot of the stuff i did this year was kind of like either junk food or completion like um orange the new black finish that up game of thrones finish that up and i was excited to check that off and be like i don't have to watch this anymore because it's oh, really done. Eh? it's funny because like um a show that i was uh i'm constantly I don't want to say looking to shit on or looking to be like, okay, this is the year that it's going to fall apart is Stranger Things. Because not only is Stranger Things extremely popular, it's one of those things where it's – I I just feel like it was – I originally felt like it was a one-and-done thing that that they're trying to milk longer. But – Every season, they seem to prove me wrong. Every season, I'm like, no, that was an awesome season. This was really good. This is a really entertaining. Um, and the fact that they dump all the episodes at once, I think that that is a series that maybe um, suffers from that because everybody talks about Stranger Things for like a week and then it's over for the rest of the year, you know, as opposed to like the drip, drip, drip of a Game of Thrones or a Watchmen uh, or even a Mandalorian that has elected to to release the episodes, w- you know, week on week. 
uh, which I'm starting to to realize is like if you want to engage the public, get them involved and get them talking and, and and experiencing it with you, it's kind of a it's kind of a good approach. Like it doesn't mean that you as a as a streamer have to watch them one by one. You can wait till they're all out and then watch them all together, right? We often mm-hmm. watch Mandalorian episodes two at a time, but but it it, it uh, Stranger Things um, I really enjoyed this year. Uh, but it was uh, it felt like it was like down and gone uh, before you know it. Yeah, Stranger Things is a good one. Uh, I think Ashley and I binged season two and then watched season three when it came out in the summer. And uh, I guess TV was, is just not as memorable for me. But I we really did like Stranger Things three, and I, I would say because of David Harbor, that's the main reason I'm I am okay. I'm probably going to see Black Widow at some point. Um, probably not in theaters. I can wait until the, the gap between release, uh, from theater to digital is just so minimal now that three months goes by in, in no time. And what that's in May. So yeah, the chances of me getting out to the theater with a two month old at home, uh, with two other kids, probably not happening. Um, and I'm okay with that, but I, I really like stranger things, uh, season three. It was really good. I liked it. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant that they're doing a fourth one, and I'm hoping that's the last one. But uh, yeah, just uh, like TV's tough. I have not seen Watchmen, so for folks freaking out, I have not watched any of Watchmen. I think I am like a half hour into the first episode. I'm a big uh, uh, Dark Trilogy, um, Golden Compass fan. I read those books, uh, you know, when I was in high school, uh, and I really liked them. So, but I haven't seen that either, and I hear it's not lighting the world on fire but it is competing directly with watchmen on the same network but i hear good things so those are two series i need to catch up on and and may try to get a taste uh but you're right the mandalorian going weekly that's a smart move a lot of people questioned disney's motives there and kind of said like oh selling the subscription but honestly it's it's done well for the show they've they've structured it a lot better with the week to week and um there's only eight episodes so there's one more episode after the one that's already i think went live on wednesday so uh yeah interesting times oh well as we normally do we you know i think in the new year we're, we we should i know our show is called dungeons and diapers but we might need to swap diapers and dungeons because uh we always leave uh we always leave the littlest time for uh well yeah we always leave a, a short amount of time for the diapers but let's quickly change these diapers <laughs> It is funny though because I do feel like we, do, with your announcement earlier on, we did talk a lot. We about did. That you, stuff. Oh, of course, you're right. Yeah, yeah we. It, it was a diaper sandwich, which you should never ever uh, just forget. I said it. Uh, diapers. Let's talk about uh, sort of our year in review. I think we did. You're right. We did a lot of talk about it uh, early on in the show. But but I would say, and I alluded to this. I said like, Caden sort of maturing. Uh, to you know you joked oh he's going he's going to be a lawyer but really like him being more independent him being more understanding and patient and kind of just like not freaking out when he doesn't get what he wants um there's still those moments but it's just it's nice to be able to have a conversation with the kid and have him not just walk away as in like well you're not giving me what what I want so I'm going to leave now like that's what Abby does like you try to have a conversation with Abby and she's like no nah. I'm going to go over here now. And it's like, ah, no respect, no respect. 
but Caden started preschool this year and I was worried it was a surreal experience for me like having to do school we did like a um, we did a, a Christmas concert and to see all these parents around as these kids like literally just they're trying to do a song and dance it was weird I, I that was the first one I've ever been to and it's like oh my god I'm, a, I'm an adult and I have kids and I'm watching my kid slowly lift up his shirt as everybody else does the dance moves. Um, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I don't know why he did it, but he did. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, him in preschool, it's been fantastic. And he's been enjoying every second of it. He loves it. Uh, so that was something we were worried about, kids not being in daycare and then suddenly thrusting them into this you know, preschool mode. And he's been thriving. And I... I've I've dropped off the Caden uh, a couple times and I'll have Abby with me and Abby wants to stay as well like Abby's like running off and playing with the toys and I'm like no we can't you can't stay and I'm like dragging her out of there kicking and screaming I'm like man these kids really don't want to be at home with their parents they would rather be at this church in a gym just playing with these these random toys and random kids but it's it's nice to see them want to socialize right so and Caden craves it he loves hanging out with other kids like it is really uh it is really great when you see that like i i you know like i talked about gwen you know getting this year being the one where she's growing and and i can actually play video games with her and i i may have tried to force it early but but it is really really cool like coming home and being like oh my god time is flying you guys are big and can do a lot of stuff now yeah, no, it, you're right. I, I and I forced it with the kids too. I think, I think with Caden, we just tried to sit down and and play games, and his attention would not be held very long. So I said, all right, well, let's shelve this for a little bit. But now both and Abby's been paying attention a lot more uh, with video games. Like both of them are asking, oh, can we go play Luigi's Mansion? Like I'll I'll be downstairs going for a run in the morning, and I'll come up, and the kids are waking up and they're coming downstairs, and. Uh, and and oh you were downstairs so we're gonna go play louise's mansion i'm like no not right now we'll play on the weekend you know don't worry buddy and uh it's i got a lot of that too i got a lot of like yeah dad can i can can we uh, play luigi's mansion and clara being like mansion mansion yeah like it was uh no for sure it's and and such an uh surreal experience in the sense that i I don't know. It was just weird. It's like I didn't anticipate it happening so so soon. I figured like, oh, it's just bright colors and funny funny people, but they like really latch on to these things. Um and and I'm I'm lucky in the sense that they're not like having meltdowns because they're not getting it because I will say like we can't right now. Daddy's got to get ready for work, but you know, tonight we're going to watch a Christmas movie and then on the weekend we'll find some time for Luigi's Mansion. So, uh it's an and yeah, the kids are just, they're so attentive and, and Abby even like was talking to, I might've told this story, but, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said like, Oh, what do they want for Christmas? It's like, don't get them anything for Christmas. They're going to get lots, which is true. When you have kids, you don't need to get them anything because shit, like your friends, your parents, your, your, your sister-in-laws, they all get them gifts and they usually buy like, like new stuff. So, uh, they get enough. But he said, like, oh, my, you know, uh, the youngest is doesn't even know what's going on. And that youngest is 10 days older than Abby, but Abby's, like, all in. Santa, elf, 
presents, Christmas, countdowns, chocolates. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, chocolates are big here too. Yeah. But it's it's been a great year and I mean honestly you could we could do a whole show or we just chronicle like all the shit that's happened uh with our kids, but but honestly we've already done that because we've been recording this show for a whole no, year. No Yeah, I know and it, it and uh, like I, I don't think my wife can hear me. So one of the things I'm doing for Christmas is I'm like, she doesn't uh, print. We don't print out photos. Right. Uh, and uh, and so I'm like going through Dropbox and like trying to find photos, the best photos from every month, print them out and put together a photo album uh, for 2019. And I think hmm. that she will really dig it. But uh, it is so crazy because I'm going back to the beginning of the year and I'm just seeing these kids and I know they say, oh, they grow up so fast and all that. And it's true. It's true, but also not because like animals, like, you know, uh, uh, will be born and be able to walk and do all sorts of stuff pretty much out out of the gate where our, humans are born and they're, they can do nothing for, for forever. But like um, now... Eh, you know, you, you know, as an adult, you change so little from year to year. So to see somebody else change so much and, and looking back at your Christmas photos from the year before and being like, oh, my God, it's insane mm-hmm. how, how, how different they are. But you're like, no, that, you know, that checks out that, you know, makes sense. Uh, yeah. They they've, you know, t- they've changed a lot. And I just feel like I'm a, um, at a personal pretty sweet spot now, like the with the ages of the kids, their demeanors, how they get on together and all that like you just sort of want to press press pause on things and 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 freeze time you can never do that though and uh it will be super fun i'm sure when clara is a little bit older and is able to do the same stuff that gwen is able to do and we're able to go out um and and do things together and uh your three kids are going to be of similar ages um uh, you know, there will be that gap between Caden and the youngest, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like that's going to get smaller and smaller as time goes on. Right. So, uh, so it, it is, it is cool to do stuff collectively as a family. And and right now, like, like in terms of say using the video game example, Clara loves to come down and to play goose game with us, but really all she wants to do was bring us the controllers and then watch us play. <laughs> she loves bringing us. She has a huge smile. She's like, she gives it to us. She And occasionally she'll walk up and she'll want to press the button mm-hmm. that makes the goose honk, right? Oh. It, it, and when the goose honks and she's done it and she knows that she's done it, she laughs hysterically and it is the best, you know? So uh, so we, we definitely... Um, or, or, or having those moments and it was def- it was a really good uh, year for us i would just say you know uh, and i don't know if you're feeling and i know it's the time of the year where people are getting sick and all that we're coming up to vacation mm-hmm. i uh, we're really tired right now like everybody it feels except maybe clara like even gwen is tired jesse's tired i'm tired uh, and so, so, uh, vacation is well, is well needed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, Clara's started getting up earlier and, uh, I know you're heading into it again, uh, but, uh, get your rest while you can. It's super important. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to the holidays, uh, spend, like you said, spend time with family and do a bit of traveling, do a bit of visiting, do a bit of you know, personal stuff as well. Like I've got some games I've said to myself, like, okay, I can pick up one new game on the steam sale. 
Uh, let's not go overboard because I'm definitely not going to be able to play them all. Um, but to have one new experience to kind of, you know, dabble with over the holidays is kind of my, my goal. And do you have game pass? I do have game pass. And that's the other thing too, where I'm like, I've got so much stuff just sitting there. Wait, I didn't finish gears five, the outer worlds. I shouldn't be be buying a new game. Well, like not even that, like the stuff that they drop on game pass, like every week, it's just like, I have so many games and just as a quick aside, I, 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 um, got accepted into the beta or whatever of the new, uh, uh, launcher GOG Galaxy. Uh, it's like the good old games. They have a, a launcher uh, called GOG Galaxy. But the the thing that's interesting about their new their new version of it is it consolidates all your launchers into one. Right. So like like you can link it to you um, play Steam, uh, the the Epic Store, Xbox Live, all the PlayStation Network. You can link them all, and it, you will see your entire games library. Um, and uh, it is crazy uh, how many games that I have uh, from in all these libraries. Because sometimes it's just you even forget that you own these things, right? Yeah. Um, oh, they just and, uh, they drop Goose Game actually on the Xbox uh, Game Pass. And I'm gonna check that one out, and and probably with the kids as well. Caden, man, Caden and Abby are gonna get a kick out of it. Uh, Goose game, they will like, they will love. Like Goose game is for playing with your kids, man. They they will get a a huge kick out of it. I just don't know. I guess like I'd be curious to know what you end up buying on the one game that you're gonna buy in the Steam sale. Well, like, it's like uh, it's. Like I'm looking at I'm I just opened Steam for Kicks yep. and I was like oh yeah what game am I most interested in that they're showing me oh that Middle Earth Shadow of War I never played the sequel to Shadow of Mordor I really like that oh wait it's on Xbox Game Pass why would I spend fifteen <laughs> well, bucks on it you Disco know, like, Elysium was one that people talked yes. about very highly and I'm like okay I might check that one out um, I've been thinking about uh, maybe checking out Destiny Shadowbringers just to play like the base stuff. Um, because i do enjoy destiny but i I don't know like i think whatever i get i have to it's got to be a smart choice and and something i'll play before the next steam sale that's usually my bar is if i'm picking it up now i've got to play it and enjoy it before the next steam sales because it's just gonna they're gonna knock another five percent off or something and i hate spending money that's just gonna sit there um so we'll see i might not buy anything honestly i might just enjoy what i've got like you said game pass uh, Phoenix Point just got added to the Xbox Game Pass for PC, which is a, a game that's by the XCOM creator guy. Some, I don't know his name, but it's from the creator of XCOM. And I love XCOM. So even if I were to like just boot that up for like five hours over the holidays, that'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I, that's my, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the holidays and, and, you know, to sort of circle back around, um, I've taken parental leave every time we've had a kid and I'm really looking forward to that as well, just to be home with the family and helping out and just kind of bringing, bringing in the next. How long are you going to take? I have not decided yet. I've taken usually three months for both Caden and Abby, but um, we're still trying to figure that out. I, I'm not sure. I know I'm going to take time. Uh, I definitely need to take time. Well, Ryan, I I do think. Speaking of time, I think we we may be out of time. It's time to snip it. Uh, maybe maybe you can uh, see what you did you there. Do the business. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's do the business. Um, I'm glad that my snipping it, snipping to it is 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 catching on. Uh, Crofton, thank you so much for uh, doing this show with me for the last uh, year and a bit. It's been a, it's been root, great root. fun. Uh, hope everybody has enjoyed the journey thus far. We will be back in 2020 to discuss Star Wars. Rise of Sky, Rise of Skywalker. It's not Rise of the Skywalker. It's Rise of Skywalker, right? Don't I? It's not don't in front Google of me it right now. If you but Google so it, not, you'll, there'll be spoilers. So don't definitely don't Google it. If Rise you're of Skywalker. This. Yeah, and look, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm calling this right now. Okay, okay? Skywalker is the name of an organization. And it's going to be created to replace like the Jedi or some shit like that. It's going to be this new thing, and we're, we will call it Skywalker. You know, like because huh. all all the all the things like Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, The Empire Strikes Back, they're all about things like organizations and stuff. So right. like for me, this is it's for sure a new a new organization that will be founded at the end of the movie like uh and uh maybe that's a that's a decent prediction they'll they'll turn to the screen and be like and we'll call it skywalker roll credits (laughs) yeah that's that fits that tracks look Um, i don't even need to see it anymore no you don't honestly my thing with with rise of skywalker is like i don't want to guess anything because i have a feeling and this is again haven't seen it haven't read the reviews I just have a feeling that if I guess something, I could be right, and that might um, allude to maybe there being a like a, a clear path to wrap this thing up, uh, and and J.J. Abrams it up, like just put a big old mystery box bow on top of it. Um, but we'll see. I'm I'm actually I'm very optimistic. People have been saying it's really great, so I can't wait to see it. We'll be talking about it next episode, so get your Star Wars on so you don't have to skip an episode because I'm sure there will be spoilers. That's what we do when we all when we both you know, go see a movie. So uh, definitely visit us on the web at tgistudios.com slash dad. Email the show, dad at tgistudios.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy and crofton at Steers. Don't follow at Crofton Steers GOC. Uh, he just tweets about presentations. It's not exciting. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Dungeons and Diapers. Have a great week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. Even Crofton Steers GOC. And to all a good night, let's snip it. <laughs> Oh God, I'm gonna regret it, aren't I? Yes. Not the snipping you... it part, but the the joke part. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. You work. You workshopped it. It was very successful. Yeah, but now you're running with it. Now you're making it your thing, and like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like on the subway listening to a podcast, and like, you know, it's a it's uh what's that guy, the MMA guy, um, the Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan experience, and someone's gonna be on the podcast, and they'll be like, well, we're having four kids. Uh, this is our fourth, but um that's the plan and i'm snipping to it and then like it'll just it's gonna go across the world and I'll be like damn it they stole my joke it don't know what they'll say is and as as crofted steers would say on the dungeons and diapers podcast i'm snipping <laughs> to it uh, it, it uh, be like that was my joke i uh, workshopped it yeah, yeah i workshopped it <laughs>
right. Goodbye, uh, And that's why we call it Skywalker. Da, 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 da. <laughs>